The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. I won! Yahoo! Private, put down your phone. This is the army. Sarge, High Five Casino is a social casino. It's on your phone, goes wherever you go. I win free spins, cash, prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. I won again! Platoon, present cell phone. High Five! High Five! Casino! Casino! Win at High Five Casino! High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com compatibility getting ready to take on spring make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more save on select steel battery tools right now save $50 on the FSA 57 battery trimmer set real steel find yours at steeldealers.com with AK-10 battery and AL-101 charger, offer valid for limited time only while supplies last. See participating dealer for details. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hour two of the nightcap. Tim Murray live from the Circus Sportsbook here in Las Vegas. Warren Sharp will be joining us in just a couple of moments. His uh, must-have guide to the season is out, and he's going to join us and get his thoughts on this season to come. Uh, let's get you updated on what's going on. We are in the midst of the 1,500-meter uh, final in freestyle. That is a mile, Scott Seidenberg. <laughs> Katie Ledecky, it is making me tired watching her swim right now. I don't know how any human can swim that many laps in a pool, but she is going to do it, and uh, she is leading by, it uh, looks like, almost two body lengths with, I think, 22 laps to go. It's unbelievable just watching her do this. Uh, it's a little closer than I expected, but uh, I have imagined she'll uh, turn on the jets here. Uh, Aaron Oster, our producer, said, what would the spread be for seconds <laughs> for her to win this race by, I think she was uh, six and a half seconds better than the second place finisher in the uh, in the uh, prelims. So uh, it's amazing. I, I set the it's, I set the line at seven and a half seconds. We'll see if I'm a good odds okay. maker on swimming here. Okay, <laughs> sure. It's amazing because it's not just about how fast you're swimming. It's a test of endurance, right? So she has to, you know, with 20 somewhat lengths, uh, you know, laps left, she has to maintain her endurance and outlast her opponents. So be faster than her opponents and outlast her opponents, uh, certainly, um, you know, in the pool. And that's just, just an amazing, just an amazing feat. I don't yeah. even like walk a mile. I can't even imagine swimming it. Seriously, I, I I ran a mile today on the treadmill. I'm like, that was horrible. I can't imagine. Yeah, yeah I can't exactly. imagine being in a pool for 
I mean, she does it in 15 minutes. I would need at least 15 breaks in order to uh, to get to a mile in the pool. Uh, we still have 20 some odd laps to go, so we'll keep uh, our eyes peeled on uh, on Katie Ledecky trying to to win. I believe her first gold of these games. She still has the 800 meter to go. She won the silver in the 400. Uh, did not medal earlier in the 200 meter uh, in the pool. So we will uh, keep our eyes peeled on this as uh, she is. Uh, a massive favorite to win this race and leading by uh, quite a bit. Uh, right now, leading by two-plus two seconds uh, to go. Um, we talked about it. Uh, you are very, uh, very high on uh, the Seattle Mariners. We hit a little bump in the road in the first inning, a three-run homer, and uh, the Mariners battling back, baby. Let's let's get that tie, Scott, because you and yeah. I took the, uh, the run line in the first five, so we'll see if the Mariners can tie this thing up. It's the top of the third. Yes, and it's a 3-2 ball game, so still several innings to go, but Flexen looks like he has settled down after that home run that he gave up in the first inning. It's amazing. Just one mistake pitch leads to three runs. Jordan Alvarez uh, puts one over the wall. And, and we're going to uh, – there's some you know treats and beats we'll get to later on in the show, but uh, as we're speaking right now, the Detroit Tigers were down 5-1 to one in the top of the ninth inning with one out, bases loaded, Grand Slam. It is a 5-5 ball game now between the Twins and the Tigers at uh, Target Field. And, man, you know, it's a beat if you had the under. It's a beat if you had. (laughs) It's still not over yet, so the Twins can still win this game. But with a total of 10.5, it's 5-1 going into the ninth inning, Tim. And now it's 5-5. Yeah, that is uh, that is uh, quite the uh, quite the beat right there. Uh, so we will uh, we will keep our eyes peeled on uh, on that one. Um, the other uh, the other big baseball game uh, unfolding right now. Oakland with an early two nothing lead on uh, on Chris Paddock and the Padres. So the A's went off as a a decent underdog at plus one thirty four here at Circa, and the A's have a two nothing lead. The Rockies right now leading the Angels. Five to nothing, and uh, the Dodgers in a huge showdown, Scott, uh, against the San Francisco Giants, a win, and they'd be just a game back in the division. Uh, they are right now up one to nothing in the top of the sixth inning on San Francisco. Yeah, and that's a game that I liked San Francisco in the first five, and uh, they were down one nothing after five, so. Yeah, we will uh, we will keep you updated on everything. Also, uh, Katie Ledecky is uh, still swimming. Uh, many, many more laps to go. And uh, Warren Sharp up next. It is the nightcap here on VEASAN. That is Scott Seidenberg there in New York City. Tim Murray with you here in Las Vegas. 14 lengths of the pool to go there, Scott Seidenberg, as uh, Katie Ledecky trying to bring home the gold as she is uh, distancing herself from the rest of the world right now. Imagine being (laughs) that good at anything. This is the best of the best in the world, and she is uh, ahead by, I believe, like four body lengths in this with uh, still half the race to go. Yeah, and, and people wondered after watching, you know, Michael Phelps do what he did year, you know, year after year in these competitions, would we see a dominant performance like that again? And Katie Ledecky might very well be it. We saw it last Olympics and we're seeing it now. She is special.
Yeah, we will uh, we will conclude this race during our interview with Warren Sharp, who I imagine is also very much invested in this because he's a D.C. area guy. Katie Ledecky is uh, is from the D.C. area as well. So uh, we're watching the pride of D.C. and Bethesda, Maryland, and we bring on the pride of D.C. in Warren Sharp. Warren, uh, always a pleasure, man. Appreciate you jumping on. Yeah, definitely, guys. I've got the uh, I got the race in the background here, and I'm ready to talk some football with you. And uh, once again, the uh, the the enormous uh, football preview guide is out. Just head to Warren's Twitter page at Sharp Football. All you need to know how to order it. 462 page football preview. He's been working on it. Uh, since March, and uh, it is uh, it is tremendous. I I started digging into it uh, late last night, and it is uh, absolutely unbelievable. So a must-have for the football season. So head to his Twitter feed at Sharp Football. Uh, Warren, let's start with obviously the topic du jour right now in the football world. Aaron Rodgers will be under center for the Green Bay Packers. And, man, you could have got yourself a a nice price uh, for the Green Bay Packers to win the NFC North over the weekend when those rumors were flying he's going to retire. But now the prices seem to get back to normal. Uh, When you look at this division, is it a runaway situation for the Green Bay Packers, or do you think Chicago or Minnesota can, can really challenge to win the NFC North this year? Well, the interesting thing about the Packers, as compared to when they entered the 2020 season, when they entered the 2020 season, a lot of people were betting against them because why they, well, they did really well in turnover margin, and they won a lot of one-score games the year before. And so the, using some of those like very low-hanging fruit level of metrics, you think regression, regression, regression. But there are a lot of things to like also about what that team had done. And, of course, they took a big step forward last year Last season, though, they didn't have this ridiculous luck. In, in games decided by a field goal, they were 0-1. In games decided by one score, they were only 4-2. and So it's not as if this team like really got lucky with their results. They were blowing people out. They were one of the best teams in the first half of games. They knew how to start games off fast. The big difference that I see from last year to this year with this team, yes, they lost their starting center. The rest of the team I feel like is pretty solid compared to what they were last year, but it's their schedule. I focus a lot on their strength of schedule uh, throughout this book for all 32 teams, and this team has a brutal jump in schedule. They played the seventh easiest schedule of opposing pass offense, uh, pass defenses last year. This year they'll play the third most difficult schedule of opposing um, past defenses. So it gets more difficult for them, but they're still an extremely talented team, and I don't really expect much of a significant drop-off other than the schedule. But I do like the direction that the Chicago Bears are heading so long as they get Andy Dalton out of there pretty quickly. I don't think he's obviously <laughs> the answer. Um, and the Minnesota Vikings, the same thing. They had a lot of bad luck with opt-outs and injuries to their defense. I think they're going to look better on both sides of the football. So I'm pretty optimistic about the NFC North having a little bit more competition Without you know that they didn't have last season, um, but I still think obviously the Packers are the cream of the crop in this division. I just think it's going to be closer than people might expect. 
Warren, you mentioned their schedule and, you know, you throw in the 17th game, which adds a little bit of a wrinkle to this season. And especially when you look at win totals, they're projected 10 to 10 and a half. And I know the schedule gets rough towards the middle part of their schedule and I guess towards the end. But in the early part, it seems like they have some games in which they'll be favored. And I could see them winning six of their first eight games. If you look at the total of 10 and a half, is 11 and 6 a real possibility for this team if not better or do you see them being 10 and 7 or worse No I mean if I'm doing anything with them right now I'm probably passing I'll just say that like I don't I don't really see a whole lot of value with the current number This is kind of the situation what was their win total last year like 9 and a half something like that and they had 13 wins the prior year and so a lot of people were like oh all these factors indicate and scream regression. Let's bet them under. Well, the win total's already down at nine and a half. And so, really, what are we getting from this team at nine and seven, eight and eight? I, I, I didn't like betting under on them last year. This year, obviously, the win total is, is about a game higher. Um, there's an extra game on the schedule. But you're absolutely right. When you look at that first part, the only hiccup I could potentially see in that week one game against New Orleans in New Orleans is the fact that, A, you've got the crowd noise with the crowd mm-hmm. coming back, and that's going to be interesting. But B, who knows what Sean Payton has been cooking up this offseason. I personally don't think Taysom Hill is QB1, but there's no doubt he's going to be utilizing Taysom Hill frequently and scheming up some things. And so it's never good to play them. I know Payton typically has a terrible track record week one of the season. You can look back at what he's done in that game, and he's not been great. But going up against whatever this creative offense is going to be might be a challenge for the Packers' defense. Otherwise, yeah, I mean, there's a, there's a couple tough games sprinkled in there, but you got a lot of teams that are going to be right around 500 that if the Packers get out early, then they got a chance to go over. But you're right, if they, if they don't, you know, it's going to be tough with the way that their schedule lays out down the stretch to really hammer uh, the over a 10.5 wins if that's what your number is. You can follow Warren Sharp on Twitter, at Sharp Football, and when you're there, right there pinned to the top of his Twitter profile is the link to his football preview, 462 pages, as he talked about, breakdowns of the schedule, over-unders, everything you need to know to get you prepared for the 2021 season. By the way, Katie Ledecky uh, wrapping up her mile swim here, and she's going to bring home the gold in the 1,500-meter for uh, the United States. And uh, there she is. She brings it home and uh, wins the gold medal. So Katie Ledecky winning gold. Back to Warren Sharp, though. Warren, um, recently you had a a video on your Twitter profile uh, talking about the Baltimore Ravens, and I believe it was two years ago that you, uh, you made some money on Lamar Jackson winning MVP. What type of season do you anticipate from Lamar Jackson, because I really thought it was an interesting breakdown that you had uh, talking about his prop bets, you know, over under on rushing yards this year is 945 passing yards, 3,450. What do you anticipate from Lamar Jackson this year? I, I hope we're going to see some movement in the positive direction here with some of the weapons that he got. I mean, Yes, he regressed some last year in terms of his overall performance, but we also have to consider what was going on around him. Um, They traded away Hayden Hurst, which doesn't sound like a big deal, but he's a tight end who played for them. He was one of their first-round draft picks uh, earlier in in like a couple years prior. Uh, But 
Trading away Hayden Hurst meant that they couldn't utilize 13 personnel. 13 personnel is three tight end sets. Well, 13 personnel in 2019 was the Baltimore Ravens' number one most efficient personnel grouping. It gave them the highest EPA expected points added per play. And now they could only use it, they only use it three times in 2020. So they couldn't utilize what they were using really successfully. They also had a bunch of injuries along the offensive line. And they got worse at that, uh, that position group. That obviously hurts a team that really wants to focus on running the ball and being creative when you have much less talented players trying to do the things that take a lot of talent to do with all these creative uh, run schemes that they've got. Um, in addition, you know, just the wide receiver talent in general was not very good. So the great thing about this GM and the head coach is they are able to identify their problems and they try to go out and address them, which some teams do or don't do at varying degrees, but they do it pretty well most times. And I think they hit it really well here. They went out and they added two new players along the right side of that offensive line. They're going to get back Ronnie Stanley at their left tackle. They got Sammy Watkins. They get Rashad Bateman in the first round of the draft, two wide receivers, plus Josh Oliver, a tight end that they traded for for the Jaguars, who is a athletic freak. The problem is he's just been injured the last couple of years. I think it was like a second-round draft pick in 2019. So we're talking about a, a really well-pedigreed type of a player who just has had some bad injury luck. Um, I really think everybody who talks about the AFC North either is – super excited about the Cleveland Browns or is really disappointed uh, with the Pittsburgh Steelers. But other than that, this is a team that I think Baltimore's sliding under the radar a little bit, and I like their potential for this upcoming season. I mean, um, I, don't, I don't know how much action is coming in on them, but it doesn't feel like a whole lot. Nobody's really talking about this team right now. Yeah, and I was just going to follow up real quickly. You know, you can find spots – where Baltimore is not the favorite. So is there a price that you would like to grab, you know, whether it be if you, if you could find a plus 150, Warren, uh, you seem to believe that this is, the cre- this is the superior team in the AFC North this year. Well, I don't – see, that's the thing. I don't know that I think that they are the superior team. I just think that the hype on the Cleveland Browns is a little bit out of control, and I love the Cleveland Browns. Like, I, I agree. I see why people like the Cleveland Browns, and I do as well. I bet their coach to win coach of the year last year got a really good price on that because he obviously won, and that's a team that is really poised to do well this year, and they play a super easy schedule. But the Baltimore Ravens, you know, I just feel like um, – it, it is going to hinge on whether or not Lamar can perform. They do play a more difficult schedule. So right now I'm not looking to bet on the Ravens. I am just going to wait because I do believe that the money is going to continue to flow in on the Cleveland Browns. There's going to be continual hype for the Cleveland Browns. And I think the price on the Ravens is only going to get better. I think going now on the Ravens is the wrong move if you do want to get involved in the Ravens. Warren, you saw the production that Dak Prescott had last year before the injury. You look at a guy like Amari Cooper and the pace that he was on uh, if Dak would have stayed healthy for the entire season. So Dak coming back with that roster, how high or low are you on the Dallas Cowboys and on Dak this season? Well, Dak, you know, if he's healthy, which I expect him to be, we should be pretty high on him, especially in terms of fantasy. I think Dak has a super high ceiling. 
Um, we have to keep in mind, like, they lost their starting tight end really early in the season as well. I think, like, a few plays into the second game of the year. So um, they, they were at a disadvantage right from the jump, of course, all the injuries to the offensive line, um, which everybody understands, but nobody really talks about the tight end, too. Uh, this wide receiving core was super healthy, and the only issue that I have with this team, really, offensively, is their offensive coordinator in terms of Kellen Moore. I don't know what his ceiling is in terms of getting the most out of this offense. And I also hope that we don't see this focus on Ezekiel Elliott being in the best shape of his life and going to be really productive. And so we're going to run the ball a lot, especially down inside of the red zone, which is usually the optimal place to run the football. But Zeke has been terrible running the football down inside of the red zone. The Cowboys historically for the last several years, and it's not just Kellen Moore, but even before that offense coordinators, they give the ball far too much to Ezekiel Elliott when what they should be doing a little bit more often is sprinkling in either a few pass plays to keep things a little bit more balanced, which have had higher success than Zeke runs, or run Dak. I mean, Dak is such an elusive player, and he's a great runner of the football, but they really underutilize his legs, in my opinion, particularly inside of the red zone. So I think the limitation on this team is simply coaching. Other than that, this offense, especially with the offensive line back and relatively healthy, although it's not identical to what it was last year, um, from a schedule perspective, from a, a um, just a team caliber of talent perspective, like they definitely are a force to be reckoned with. That said, I'm not looking to bet on this team to win the NFC East. I don't see any value in that number whatsoever. Um, but I, I do think that they're going to be contenders uh, and they're going to get right back to where they were, which is scoring a lot of points. And look, Dan Quinn, you know, I, I was a big hater of Dan Quinn when he was down with the Falcons and just defensive head coaches that have terrible defenses you know, it's time for those guys to move on. I think he had one year too long in the uh, in Atlanta. But Dan Quinn, in my opinion, I don't know that he's the answer to this defense. I think they drafted some players who are going to be potentially pretty good. But uh, Dan Quinn's system, I don't think, is going to be the answer here. So I think Dallas's offense is going to have to keep pr- producing points, which is why I think there is upside in, in Dak, especially from a fantasy perspective and potentially for a player prop perspective as well. Warren, we got about a minute. I want to go back to the AFC North because you mentioned strength of schedule. They have the second hardest schedule per year metrics. That is the Pittsburgh Steelers. They've never had a losing record on a Mike Tomlin. Win total, eight and a half. So if you want to bet under, that means the first time they will have a losing record. You got the Browns, you got the Ravens in that division. What do you expect from the Steelers this year? Well, I think their win total has been lowered by the odds makers ahead of this season for good reason. Um, and I think it is going to be very tough to uh, exceed this win total dramatically. I absolutely don't see a double-digit win season. Um, they're, they're looking right around that nine-win mark, in my opinion, uh, eight, nine wins. And will they be a losing season or not? That all depends you know, because there's no eight and eight. So win eight, you lose. You win nine, you win. Um, I, I don't love this team. I definitely don't love this team whatsoever. So it's, it's, a, it's a big question, but I'm, I have not bet anything one way or another on Pittsburgh this year because I don't see enough value in the win total that the odds makers have set. They've been astute with dropping it this low. At Sharp Football, get the 2021 football preview, 462 pages of analysis. Warren, you're the best. Appreciate it. Thanks, man. There he is, Warren Sharp, at Sharp Football on Twitter. It's the Nightcap here on Visa. The following is a high-five moment from HighFiveCasino.com. Welcome to Burger 
Would you like a hot apple pie today? Yes, yes, yeah, I won! Woohoo! So that's a yes on the apple pie? I just went big time playing High Five Casino on my phone. Real cash prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. Yeah. So yes or no on the apple pie? Whoa! <laughs> I won again! I'll take that as a yes. Drive around. Have you had your High Five moment today? Only at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, save on select steel battery tools. Right now, save $50 on the FSA 57 battery trimmer set. Real steel. Find yours at steeldealers.com. With AK-10 battery and AL-101 charger, offer valid for limited time only while supplies last. See participating dealer for details. Have you ever wondered what it would be like to have supervision, enhanced hearing, extraordinary reflexes, to be, dare we say, superhuman? Well, Roku's new Pro Series TV can't do any of that for you. But with a 4K screen, side-firing speakers, and a blazing fast refresh rate, it'll sure feel like it. Elevate your entertainment using all your favorite apps like iHeart and play all your music, radio, and podcasts with the new Roku Pro Series. Your senses aren't better. Your TV is. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The payout for Fernando Tatis to hit a home run tonight was plus 200. And when you see the home run that he hit, Scott, you should be getting more money than two to one. He hit <laughs> that. That should count for two home runs. He hit one 440 feet in San Diego tonight. His 31st home run of the season. Man, that dude is so much fun to watch. It is three to two right now. Oakland does have the lead uh, over San Diego uh, after three innings. But my goodness, Fernando Tatis hit the just absolutely obliterated that baseball uh, for his 31st home run of the season. So plus 200 if you went ahead and played the yes, Fernando Tatis Jr. will hit a home run tonight. Yeah, uh, he is just tremendous to watch. Uh, I can watch him do that skip around third base just mm-hmm. all day. Uh, he is the face of Major League Baseball, um, and he'll be that way for a, a very, very long time. Uh, you know, my play not looking so good, Tim, uh, as Chris <laughs> Flexen. He gave up, uh, and now your pass ball is going to score another run. Um, he has given up what is it now, five runs this inning or four runs this inning? And it's like four consecutive hits, and I'm, call, I'm like, how about, how about a mound visit, you know, to calm this guy down? It seemed like uh, every batter he faced was getting a hit, and now he's throwing wild. This is his second wild pitch in the inning. This one leads to a run, so the wheels are falling off for Flexen here uh, in the fourth inning. It's a 7-2 to two Astros lead, and 
As we saw as we saw last night, no lead is safe, right? It was 6 nothing in the first inning, and the Mariners wound up winning that game 11-8. to So still a lot of baseball left to be played there in Seattle. Uh, while we were talking to Warren Sharp, we, uh, we let you know and we'll remind you that Katie Ledecky wins the first ever Olympic gold medal in the women's 1,500-meter freestyle. And Erica Sullivan, Las Vegas' own Erica Sullivan, wins the silver medal. Pretty cool moment. They were in the lanes next to one another, uh, gave themselves a, a nice embrace. Uh, I would need to go to bed for about four days after racing uh, a mile, uh, over 15 minutes in the pool, uh, but she, uh, Katie Ledecky, wins by a couple body lengths and uh, beats her teammate. And uh, they both get uh, they both get medals. So exciting finish there in the 1500 meter. Uh, and and you know it's because of of who she is. Uh, I, I got to imagine. And now this is the first time this event's ever been uh, on the women's side of things. But this is the most watched mile swim. Ever, because people were just fascinated by Katie Ledecky, uh, and she gets the gold. And uh, for you out there who maybe made the $2,000 investment to win 100 bucks, well, there you go. You were able to get it because Katie Ledecky uh, brings it home here tonight in the pool. So Ledecky wins the gold. Erica Sullivan from uh, Las Vegas wins the silver medal uh, tonight in uh, in the pool there. Uh, we do have extra innings. Uh, you talked about this one, and uh, we'll maybe, Scott, talk a little about uh, more about it in, uh, in Treats and Beats because the Detroit Tigers hit a grand slam in the top of the ninth inning, and that total was, what, 10 and a half? Yep. Oh, 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 <laughs> that is that is rough. Yeah, you go into the top of the ninth with a 5-1 to one lead and you're a Minnesota Twins backer or you have the under 10.5, you're feeling really good about yourself and then you watch the Tigers load the bases and then hit a grand slam off uh, Robles and uh, it's 5-5 and anytime you go into extras, well, forget about it, 5-5 is an automatic win for the over 10.5. But now, who knows what score this game is going to end at. So, team totals both hitting this one uh, over towards the over. The game over hit, certainly, which is why, as we keep reminding people, if you like an under in a game, you go under in the first five. You cannot trust an under for a full game. This one would have hit for you in the first five, but it wouldn't have for the game. And uh, speaking of a first five under, it was one to nothing after five innings. Dodgers with the lead. Buster Posey, though, tying things up uh, with the Giants and the Dodgers. So they're able to get a run off Julio Urias, and it is one-to-one through uh, through six and now into the top of the seventh there, Scott, in uh, what is uh, going to be a, just a great series uh, between two. I, I'll say it, you know, at least this year, two juggernauts, two teams, I believe, have the two highest run differential in all of baseball. And, man, are these games important because one of these teams is going to have to be playing in the wild card game. Yeah, and it's amazing. The Giants as a home underdog. I mean, how many times you see a team with the best record getting being an underdog at home, right? Yeah, there's... There's no doubt about it. So we'll keep you updated on all the happenings in baseball. Some really good West Coast games tonight. A's and Padres, Dodgers, and uh, and Giants. Speaking of those Giants, we'll talk to Dieter Kurtenbach in 15 minutes. But up next, who will be the starter week one for the New Orleans Saints? We'll discuss that. It is the Nightcap here on v 
High Five Casino is a social casino with real prizes and big Vegas hits at HighFiveCasino.com. The hottest games right from Vegas and all winnings go straight to your bank account. Hundreds of exclusive games, free daily rewards, and come back to get free coins every four hours. Only at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details at HighTheNumberFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, save on select steel battery tools. Right now, save $50 on the FSA 57 battery trimmer set. Real steel. Find yours at steeldealers.com. With AK-10 battery and AL-101 charger, offer valid for limited time only while supplies last. See participating dealer for details. A collision between a Chinese jet and an American spy plane. He came and rammed into our left wing. With relations increasingly strained, what are the chances of things spinning out of control? The Western world was asleep. I'm Gordon Carrera. I'll be exploring the friction in this most important of relationships and asking, has the West taken its eye off the ball? You cannot ignore China. From BBC Radio 4, this is Shadow War, China and the West. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Football betting guides are coming soon, and there's no better way to prepare for the college and pro football seasons. Our experts provide a pro- profiles on every team with advanced stats and power ratings, plus best bets on season win totals, division, division finishes, and player awards. Each guide is only 20 bucks, and discounts are available when you buy both of them. Now's the time to reserve your copy or sign up for VEASAN All Access and get everything we offer for the entire football season sign up now at vcin.com backslash subscribe it is the nightcap here on vcin more nba draft talk coming up in just a little bit what will the warriors do with 7 and 14 could they make a blockbuster trade which could potentially blow up your nba draft bets or will they just stand pat dieter kurtenbach from the San Jose Mercury News will join us in less than 10 minutes. Rob Doster will also join us at the top of the next hour. We'll get his thoughts on uh, people he anticipates to uh, maybe to be uh, to to be big risers. Right now, uh, Scott, I am watching the United States try to hold on, and we're fading here in the pool in the four by 200 freestyle relay. A terrible leg there, and now uh, we've got some uh, we've got some work to do. The favorites, Great Britain, minus three thirty to win the gold, are uh, are pulling away in this one. 
Yeah, uh, you know, it's a, I don't know much about the swimming competitions, but the relay is always fun to watch because guys, you know, you're jumping, just, just jumping in and out of the pool. You know, you got to get there. Next guy goes in, and then it's always fun to see when they jump in. Just uh, they they get like to the whole other side underwater, and I always try and do that when I'm in the pool, and I, I just don't make it that far. <laughs> You don't do the dolphin kicks underwater. Um, yeah, I, I never make it as far as they do. Yeah, so uh, hopefully uh, the United States can medal here. They're they're battling back, so we'll see if uh, the U.S. can get a uh, to get a medal in this uh, in this race. Great Britain uh, minus three thirty favorites, as I mentioned, is going to uh, to bring home the gold here, uh, barring something uh, some massive collapse. But uh, I mentioned to go on a break, and there's not. You know, right around now's the time. Uh, there's not a ton of quarterback races, um, and I want to go. I want to jump ahead because uh, we, we've got this graphic uh, for the folks watching on Vsin.com of uh, who will take the first snap of the season, and I want to jump down to the uh, Denver Broncos because now, obviously, they're not Garrett Aaron Rodgers. They traded for Teddy Bridgewater. That's it's a, it's a pick 'em between Drew Locke and Teddy Bridgewater, both at plus 120. Would you be interested in either Drew Locke or Teddy Two Gloves to potentially take that first snap? Uh, no. Uh, I think it's going to come down to which quarterback is healthy after training camp <laughs> and if both are healthy then you know there's a reason why the odds are even just flip a coin because I don't think this is a good decision either way uh, you know I I personally would go with Bridgewater but knowing Elway and that organization they're going to go with Drew Locke so uh, it can go either way with who's going to start that's one that has absolutely no interest to me I think to be honest with you why not just sprinkle a couple of bucks on the other and maybe there's somebody else under center at plus three hundred. Why not? Maybe they'll uh, maybe they'll sign Blake Bortles after he got uh, he got released. Seriously, today. <laughs> seriously. Or maybe there's somebody else that gets released by a team. Maybe you know. Maybe uh, you know. Maybe the Bears decide to you know get rid of a quarterback. Maybe you know. You never know. There's there's you know endless possibilities. You know it's it's revisionist revisionist history. But you just think back to the NFL draft sitting there at nine with. Justin Fields still available, not even have to trade up like the Bears did to 11. Uh, if you like Mac Jones, as I'm assuming they didn't, and they decided to draft Patrick Sertan. Uh, it, it just mm -hmm. felt like on draft day, it feels like a million years ago, Scott, but draft day was when that news came out about Aaron Rodgers being unhappy in, yep. in Green Bay, and I think Mark Schlereth had the report that it's just a matter of time before Aaron Rodgers is a Denver Broncos. He said, wow, you know, and that's what everyone was racing to get their Denver Broncos futures. Now here we are, it's July 27th. Aaron Rodgers was at practice today in Green Bay. He's not going anywhere. And you've got Teddy Bridgewater and Drew Locke as your starting quarterbacks on a roster that really has a ton of talent. Uh, it's just, it's got to be incredibly frustrating if you're a Denver Bronco fan because the quarterback position, I mean, look at it. I mean, you can't feel any confidence in either one of those quarterbacks. And you've got, a, I really like this roster outside of the quarterback position. 
Yeah, and and there is a lot to like about this roster, especially on the defensive side of the football. And the quarterback play, they're only going to go as far as the quarterback takes them. The problem is they're in a division that is not winnable, and they're probably not going to win more than seven games or so. It's just a difficult path for them. And until they get more talent at the quarterback position, uh, they're not going to be a competitive team in this division. So let's take a look at some of the other uh, prop bets at DraftKings on who will take the first snap of the season. Um, There's been some serious buzz out of New England that Mac Jones could start week one. Mac Jones to take the Patriots' first snap of the season. Are you surprised that Trey Lance and Justin Fields have longer odds to take the first snap of the season than Mac Jones? No, I'm not, uh, because everything that you hear from coming out of New England is how much they love Mac Jones, and Mac Jones just seems like a Belichick guy, right? And, uh, you know, with his relationship with Nick Saban, obviously coaching together for years and developing that friendship, I'm sure he has all the information that he could possibly have on Mac Jones. So I do expect Mac to be the guy for the Patriots. They don't seem to be the type of team that would go with Cam for the first couple of weeks and then switch over to Mac Jones. I think if they have a quarterback, they're going to start that quarterback. And if it's not Mac Jones, then I don't think we'll see Mac Jones until the season, you know, maybe gets out of hand, uh, if it even gets that way. And as far as comparing it to like the other situations, no, I actually think that it's it makes sense that it's lesser odds because for you're you're hearing the other coaches come out and and make a stance like you know uh, in San Francisco, it's not going to be a competition. It's going to be Garoppolo team to start. So Lance is not going to start in week one. It's going to be Jimmy Garoppolo. And as far as Justin Fields goes, I would start Justin Fields. I think you would start Justin Fields, but flip a coin and and think about what they're going to do in Chicago there, because I honestly don't know. They should, they should start Justin Fields, but they probably won't. Uh, I think Mac Jones will start though. um, Week one for the Patriots. Should start over my ginger brother, Andy Dalton. I don't think so. Future future Hall of Famer, Andy Dalton, Scott. Ginger Hall of Fame. Ginger Hall of Fame. Uh, Jameis Winston to take the first snap this season for the Saints. Uh, Yes, minus 140. I like it, but I'm not going to play minus 140 on Jameis. Who knows? First snap is a wild card play with Jason Hill. Who knows? Yeah, I'm not messing with that. What about Trey Lance? When will he see some action? What will the Warriors do? In the draft, we head to the Bay Area next. Dieter Kurtenbach from the San Jose Mercury News. It's the Nightcap here on VEASAN. Indeed's instant match searches through millions of resumes in Indeed's database to deliver candidates who fit your job description instantly. Find out more, visit Indeed.com slash credit. It is the nightcap here on v Tim Murray from the Circus Sportsbook in Las Vegas. Scott Seidenberg there in New York City. Got ourselves a USA men's basketball game later tonight as the U.S. takes on Iran and uh, both 
Scott and I have a, have a little sprinkle just to keep things interesting. We'll get into that later on in the next hour. Rob Doster will also join us top of the next hour. Talk some NBA draft and to talk some NBA draft, a little 49ers, all things Bay Area, maybe a little Giants. Why not? We bring in Dieter Kurtenbach, who has uh, been on this program, sat right next to me. You find him on KNBR, San Jose Mercury News, at Dieter on Twitter. Dieter, always a pleasure, man. And uh, let's start with the NBA draft coming up on Thursday because it is so fascinating to think about what Golden State could do with the 7th and 14th pick. They've obviously been involved in a lot of rumors. Uh, Right now, what does your gut tell you that Golden State will do? Will they keep 7-14 and 14 and get some instant impact type of players like a James Booknight, Davion Mitchell? Or do you think that we could see movement by Thursday night to bring in a surefire uh, all-star to try to pair with, with Clay Thompson and Steph Curry? Well, there's, there's no question that the Warriors want to bring in that all-star that they're pushing for it. But uh, wherever this all-star is, he better make himself known pretty soon here <laughs> because, uh, yeah, I, I, people talk about Bradley Beal. I haven't heard anything from Bradley Beal. Uh, this is the last time I checked, he was a Washington wizard. Now that can change. NBA uh, changes pretty rapidly. But uh, until that is official or unofficial, whatever the heck we do in this day and age, uh, the Warriors are going to be picking at 7-14, and 14, and it's, it's a tricky one. Book Knight is a, a name that the Warriors certainly have circled. Uh, you're seeing the prop on him move up. I, I could have gotten him at 7.5 a, a couple of days ago, uh, or under 7.5 a, a couple of days ago. It's at 6.5 now. Oklahoma City is interested in him, I know. Uh, Scotty Barnes in that equation creates some probably some movement in the top five picks, top six picks with, with teams trying to move up for Suggs, teams trying to move up for Barnes. Um, so there, there could be some chaos. The draft kind of starts at seven. And if Jonathan Kaminga falls to seven, I think that's where the Warriors end up going. I think that they would uh, just it, – it's too much of a talent for them to pass up. And it somewhat keeps the Beal hopes alive, should he ever make up his mind or decide that he wants to leave Washington. Um, having a Kuminga instead of a book night gives the Warriors a, a better trade package, even though that seventh pick has been used. So uh, I, I think that either if Kuminga is there, they'll take him. If book night is there, they'll take him. I doubt that both of them are available to the Warriors at number seven. And honestly, I couldn't even guess on who they would take between the two of them at that juncture. But uh, I don't think that's going to be much of an issue at all. What about Davion Mitchell? You know, we've been hearing his name linked to the Warriors. Uh, I think they'd like to get him at 14. I don't know if he'll be available at 14. Could you see him being the selection at seven? He certainly has his backers in the Warriors front office. I just don't know if he has enough. And given the way that this draft seems to be, and again, we, we, this is all a uh, rumor and hearsay and all the crazy stuff that happens in NBA offseason, half of it is lies. Um, it, it does seem as if the Warriors can get better talent at seven than Mitchell. They would love to have him at 14. They wouldn't think twice at 14, especially if they go and get Kaminga at seven. There's your project. Then you get Mitchell at 14. There's your sort of win now, can help now guy. That would be a dream draft for them. Uh, but if seven might be too rich for their blood, that said, I can tell you that the man who ultimately makes the call, Bob Myers, the GM, loves Mitchell loves them and it wouldn't be a total shock but again I, I just don't know if the juice is worth the squeeze up there at seven for golden state i it, if it was mitchell it would be leaking out a lot more these days it sounds like they're tr they're kind of putting up weather balloons on everybody else but mitchell at this point 
Talking to Dieter Kurtenbach, KNBR, and San Jose Mercury News, sometimes on VEASAN as well. Um, and uh, Dieter, sitting at 14, and this is, you know, clearly speculatory, but, you know, I, I agree. I, I think Davion Mitchell, I, I'm with you. I mean, you're obviously there, so you're, you have more insight. But everything you read, if, if, if he's there at 14, Mitchell, he's going to be a warrior. Could he go to Indiana? That's a possibility. Do you think, yeah. and, and judging off of recent past, could you see the Warriors get aggressive and try to trade up with, I don't know, Charlotte to try to ensure that they could get Davion Mitchell? Do you think that is a possibility, saying that, you know, they, uh, they're the guy who runs the show really, really likes Davion Mitchell? Yeah, I, I don't think he likes him enough to, to move on because, again, the Warriors need to keep their options open should a superstar right. become available and say that I want to go to Golden State. And so uh, if you get Davion Mitchell at 14, that's fine. He's possibly an asset there. Uh, but trading up, now you're giving up another asset, mm-hmm. either one from your team or one in the future that might you know be able to uh, be part of that Bradley Beal or somebody else trade package. that you just They don't have enough. They don't have enough to be that loose with it. So while I know that Bob Myers would like to have them, there will be good players there. Uh, I, I think that there will be, you know, whether it's Moses Moody or Corey Kispert or uh, Zaire Williams, I think that they're going to have plenty of good options. It's a very deep draft. Uh, it's fairly top-heavy, but a deep draft nevertheless. I think that they're going to be in a good position. And honestly, you know, from all the phone calls and texts and WhatsApp over the last couple of days, it sounds like there's just going to be a ton of trades. It sounds like every everybody but the Warriors is getting in on the action with these trades, which is somewhat hilarious because the Warriors are probably the most – forthright about wanting to trade they're the ones who aren't getting danced with by anybody at the party uh and so i i don't know there, there could be some very attractive players that fall all the way to 14 because certain teams have certain needs and there are a lot of sort of mid-range fringe all-stars guys who kind of just aren't at that level that could definitely get moved i'm thinking of miles turner i'm thinking of gordon hayward i'm thinking that maybe charlotte and indiana might have something going down the day of just on the basis of they're pretty close together and uh they're kind of looking for the same thing, but on different timelines. There's a lot of stuff. Orlando and Cleveland and Toronto are all barking up the right, same kind of tree. It's going to be it's going to be absolute chaos. And again, ironically, the Golden State Warriors might be the one team that sort of stands pat and takes what they've been given by the NBA draft gods. Dieter, I want to shift gears and talk a little football here. Uh, There's nothing I can't stand more in sports than when a head coach says there's no competition for a position battle. Uh, (laughs) It makes no sense to me because why not let the guy win a job or even if you have no intention of giving somebody else the job, how about you just (laughs) let the players go out and fight for it? Why is there no competition here between Garoppolo and Lance, and why is it going to be Jimmy Garoppolo in week one and not Trey Lance? Well, on the latter point, I don't know if that's necessarily going to be the case. As much as Kyle Shanahan is protecting Jimmy Garoppolo and placating the egos and stuff, um, I kind of call BS on that whole situation. I I think that the main reason that Kyle Shanahan said is because Trey Lance hasn't signed his contract yet. And I know that's a very, uh, that's a very ticky tack reason as to why, but Trey Lance is not technically a member of the San Francisco 49ers just yet. Uh, They haven't really gotten, you know, much opportunity, obviously, even, even with uh, a more regular off season to get him into, uh, get him a lot of snaps with, with NFL level players. So, I don't think that they want to rush him, and I think that maybe this is more of a statement of Trey Lance doesn't want – they don't want the pressure on Trey Lance early 
uh, with the possibility of him starting week one. But once we get into the preseason schedule, I think that we might be having a very different conversation. But Jimmy, I'll say this about Jimmy Garoppolo. It means nothing except right now. Uh, he did look very good in OTAs, and everybody has uh, lauded him for his professionalism. And maybe this is Kyle Shanahan just giving him a little air in the tires on the basis of he's handled this entire thing as well as you possibly could. He has been replaced. It is just a question of when he will be replaced. And he's handled it like a pro. He's not whining. He's not complaining. Uh, and I think Kyle Shanahan wants to reward that by not kind of throwing him under the bus or, or adding drama or intrigue to what should be a you know, a fairly interesting training camp to begin with. So uh, that that would be the reason why. But, again, you talk to me in three weeks, I think we might be having a different conversation. Depends on how the kid looks. Yeah, and we talked to Warren Sharp, Dieter, uh, as we talked to Dieter Kurtenbach from the San Jose Mercury News earlier in the show. And, you know, based on his numbers, uh, San Francisco has the easiest schedule in the NFL. Now, look, those things can change. Uh, but based on, you know, where they finished in the division last year uh, because of all the injuries – you can get around, you know, almost two to one for them to win the NFC West. LA is dealing mm-hmm. with Cam Akers being out for the season, which is mm-hmm. a big loss for them. How do you like the 49ers' chances to ultimately win the NFC West this year? I think there's value there, two to one, big time value. Uh, at the same time, the Niners might be a team that ends up going the under at that 11, 11 and a half that I've seen in some places. I mean, it's just a brutal division. And while, yes, they get that, that beautiful. Uh, fourth place schedule that everyone really wants and, and helped them so much to get to the Super Bowl a couple of years ago. Uh, you know, they, they, they still have some really tough games on there. I, I think that there's a chance they can bounce back, but I just got to see what Garoppolo is. I'm a Garoppolo skeptic personally. Uh, obviously, Lance has sort of all the tools to be this perfect 21st century quarterback in sort of the vein of a Josh Allen, but it, it has to come together. The rest of the roster maybe a little bit more shallow than in years past, extremely good on the top end, but they pay their top, they pay their top guys a lot of money. So they've lost a little bit of depth. Uh, injuries are always an issue for this team. I can't explain why. They might have the best 52-man roster in the NFL, but it comes down to that 53rd man, the quarterback. And um, if it works, absolutely. Big value for them to win the West, big value for them to win the NFC, value to, for them to win the Super Bowl. Uh, if it doesn't, man, I'm, I'm hitting a lot of unders, but I, I got I to gotta lay eyes on it before I'm comfortable putting down any money on it. And I'll let you guys know when I, when I have a read. You could follow him on Twitter. It's his name, at Dieter. Dieter Kurtenbach does fine work, San Jose Mercury News and KNBR, and sometimes shows up here in studio and hangs out with me on the nightcap. Dieter, always a pleasure, man. We'll talk to you soon. Talk soon. Adios. There he is, Dieter Kurtenbach. Plus 210 here at Cirque, the 49ers to win the division. Plus 220 for the Rams. Plus 240 for the Seahawks. You think that division's going to be interesting? We'll talk more NBA draft coming up top of the hour with Rob Doster right here on the Nightcap. The following is a high-five moment from HighFiveCasino.com. I won! Private, put down your phone. This is the army. Sarge, High Five Casino is a social casino. It's on your phone. goes wherever you go. I win free spins, cash, prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. I won again. Platoon, present cell phone. High Five. High Five. Casino. Casino. Win at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. What are you looking for in a new smart TV? 4K picture quality? High quality and immersive sound? A sleek design? 
All of those are givens, but only the new Roku Pro Series has all of those and the Roku streaming experience and award-winning OS. Get fast, easy access to all your apps like iHeart, where you can stream all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts all day and regular all-inclusive trips to Roku City. The new Roku Pro Series, a smart TV built by the streaming pros. Hello, I'm Dr. Michael Mosley, and I want to let you know about my new immersive BBC Radio 4 podcast series, Deep Calm. It's all about how to tap into and activate a remarkable system that we all have, hardwired inside of us, our relaxation response. And it's been developed to be listened to at any time you want to really unwind. I hope you'll listen wherever you get your BBC podcast. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.